coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. We are now live. What? Now you got to clean it up. We're live. What? <laughs> All right, John. Hi. What's up? What's up? It's another week. More fights to talk about. Another week. Pitmaster and the Dog. The message that we're you, talking about. Master. We're, I'm the pitmaster. You're the doc, and we're going to talk about the fights. What number was this? UFC 254, 254 from Fight Island. Fight Island. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking right now. This was on at 11 a.m. or something. Yeah. So the fights here. I got the list of the fights here. If you want to see what they are. All right. So we're going to talk about them all. Um, we always start at the top, don't we? Yes, Khabib. Khabib, what a fight! What a fight. This is Khabib and Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje was the interim champ. Khabib's obviously the champ. Uh, and we were discussing this before the fight. Has anyone retired from the UFC undefeated? Champion. Undefeated champion retired. Has that happened before? I didn't <laughs> think he was going to retire either. I figured he'd, he'd fight 30 fights and then retire because that was his goal and his dream with his dad. Yeah. But then his dad died. He still fought again, I guess, against his mother's wishes. So this was his 29th fight. Not 29th in the UFC, but 29th MMA. Yeah. Um, so he won. So he's 29-0, and 0, undefeated, and retires. What do you think about him retiring? Yeah. It's got to come from him, obviously. If he wants to retire, I think he should. Um, unless he has something left that's inside of him that he has to and he's always going to regret it, then that's a terrible thing at 60 to, to look back and go, well, I had 10 more fights in me or two more, or one more fight in me, and I should have done it. That would be a terrible thing to take with you for the rest of your life. So if, if unless he really, really, really wants to retire and for all the right reasons, I don't think he should. I don't think he... Yeah, I mean, well, you don't have to stay retired in this sport. You can say you're retired and then fight. Yeah, you can. Maybe he'll want to get that 30th fight. I predict we'll see him fighting again, whether it's GSP or Conor McGregor or maybe that eventual the Tony Ferguson fight uh, that everybody wanted to see that yeah. never happened. Yeah, I, that should be his last fight if he's going to get 30 fights. I don't. I don't think uh, Tony Ferguson would beat him. I can't think of anyone. Seems unbe- he seems too unbeatable. I think he's the best, un- most unbeatable fighter of any weight class. Just like Ronda Rousey before she fought Holly Holm. Yeah. <laughs> unbeatable. Yeah. Um, but maybe smart. We leave the sport on top. Yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's the upside of that? Legacy. Yeah. And also, how does that for the rest of the guys in the division that can now step up and win a belt, but they're not beating the best alive? The best alive just decided not to fight. Yeah, I mean, but does that legacy, you know, is it overshadow or over, you know, Trump um, making another few mil? I mean, he made 10 million base for this fight. He did? Or pay per view or anything else. 10 million. That's what the UFC paid him for that fight. Or at least that's what they 
that's the information that came out. Uh, I'd retire then. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What What's you could do good with more money. Yeah, I think he'll do fine with ten. I and then for whatever, however many millions he has, I think he'll do fine. I'd yeah. retire. So he if he you, wants to. What'd you think about how this fight went? It was over in round two. He got him down at the end of round one, but he didn't have a lot of time. The only few seconds yeah. that Gaethje needed to survive on the ground in round one. I think Gaethje is didn't look. I think he looked tentative and he was backing up too much. And and I think Khabib cuts off the cage too well, and um, he just he got him down. And as good of a Gaethje wrestler Gaethje is, I think Gaethje's a good wrestler, but he's not nearly the the wrestler MMA wrestler that. Uh, that Khabib is, and that that showed. I mean, he didn't have any. He might even he might have ten times more credentials as a wrestler, but as we've seen time and time and time and time and time again, sometimes just a good MMA wrestler that doesn't even have that much wrestling experience, like GSP, cannot wrestle in MMA the best straight wrestlers in the world. And when I say straight wrestlers, I don't mean like as opposed to gay wrestlers. I just mean like a person that's a straight wrestler, wrestled in college, wrestled in the even the Olympics. Sometimes that doesn't translate over to MMA that well. Um, and it obviously it didn't look like it did with uh, Gaethje and, 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 and Khabib's does. I mean, to the... I mean, his does more than, maybe more than anyone's ever has in, in MMA. And I say number two would be a complete non-wrestler, never even wrestled in high school or college or anything, GSP. He turned into one of the best just MMA wrestlers ever, and I think uh, I think Khabib is right now. He's a welterweight, GSP? Well, he's fought at different weight classes. Uh, yeah, he's fought a, he fought a middleweight. Remember when he fought... Uh, but uh, no, Michael Bisping. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That would be such a good fight. So what a huge fight that would be if GSP came back and fought Khabib. I mean, like 20, it would be the biggest fight they've ever had. Make I millions. can't imagine Dana won't be pushing for that after he gets Khabib a little And how does Dana... How, that's... To make $10 million... And Gaethje made $3 million. Where was the pay-per-views? How much, how much do they sell in pay-per-views, I wonder? I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Because where did the money come from? It's not coming from the gate. Yeah, exactly. Although I have noticed when you watch these fights, there's a lot more people mingling around than there used to be. When they first went back, there was this the arena was empty. Like there was nobody that didn't need to be there. The even the <laughs> commentators were separated, weren't they? And now there's people everywhere. It almost looks like there's there's uh, quite a few people in there. Um so I don't know. The, all the money came from pay-per-views. Yeah. It's 65 bucks to watch a fight. So yeah, but I don't think ten million dollars was made on that, and uh, or or however many millions. It's got to be promotional money or whatever. Year. Yeah, I don't know where it came. From. Well, the and that was just two of the fighters on the card. So uh, I don't know. I thought this was overall a, one of the better cards we've seen. Definitely one of yeah. the better pay per views. But Khabib is such a superstar, man. I, I can't imagine we're not going to see him again. Isn't he under thirty? Yeah, he's like thirty-ish. I've I've seen twenty nine. I've seen thirty two. So he's, so he's definitely he's in his prime. He's in his prime. Yeah, he's in his absolute prime. 
He's amazing. Who else can he fight that he hasn't fought? It's Tony Ferguson, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he fought uh, Dustin. And he's fought Connor. Although Connor put up, if you go back and watch it, he put up a pretty good fight until he didn't. But um, so I don't know. Khabib doesn't have anything to prove fighting Connor again, but everyone wants to see him. Would you see him fight GSP or Tony Ferguson would be a huge fight. He made like 20 million, probably. The only one you could hype that could beat him, though, is GSP, I think, for yeah. people to tune in and see it yeah, actually a chance of getting beat. And that's for, and GSP's had like two fights in the last seven years, something Didn't like he that. Win them like, both? <laughs> I don't yeah. So that'd be crazy. But anyway, our second fight, semi main, was Robert Whitaker against uh, Jared Cannonier. Um, that was a good fight, not a great fight. Um, Whitaker, I thought, dominated the whole fight. Um, I'd like to see more left hooks from Whitaker. Shocker. Because he has that jab. It's so nice. And he just sticks it out there. And he has that straight right, like a reverse punch, like a karate. He looks like a karate fighter. I mean, probably more than anyone else besides uh, Wonderboy uh, Thompson. But it works so well for him. The, the difference with him and Wonderboy, Wonderboy might be a little faster with his kicks. But uh, Robert, for a karate guy, has unbelievably great takedowns and takedown defense. So he's more, he's more well-rounded. Um, and he just, he just, he just uh, chipped away at, at Cannoneer and just caught him with, with uh, right hand. I think he dropped him once. He dropped him once. Yeah, this, I think Cannoneer came back at the end, but this went to decision. Yeah. This was a unanimous decision win for Robert Whitaker. Yeah. I thought he looked great. Yeah, his jab was amazing. Um, did he cut him? I thought he cut him. Uh, I think he did. Fight. I think he did. And Robert think... Whitaker looked great. Where does he go from here? Does he fight Israel again, or what happens next? Man, he looked good. Yeah, I think he needs. I need. I think he needs to fight somebody else a couple times before he fights. I think uh, for the belt. Yeah, I, I don't think he's gotten. I mean, I don't think he's earned another spot for Israel yet. And I, I, I don't think he's quite ready yet. I think he's like. I think he's like. An inch away from being ready for for uh, Israel, I just don't think he Israel is just a little bit higher level right now. But the next step is Robert Whitaker. So yeah, who else would he fight? I don't know. Uh, little... Robert Whitaker is impressive in that fight. I thought. Yeah, he was super impressive. Was. I think he said he's having a baby. He's gonna go heal up. He's not gonna fight again anytime soon. Um, so we're not gonna see him back in the octagon too soon, but. His impressive performance. And then, uh, what do you think of this heavyweight, Volkov? This man is a giant. He's more of a giant than a heavyweight. He just looks like an enormous human. Yeah. Um, fought uh, Walt Harris. And this was, a, this was a KO, right? Round two. That was a, a body kick, which, which I'm, I'm going to say right now was a liver kick, without a doubt. Well, you see that delay, that classic. He got liver kicked. Kick it was delay. a front kick uh, right up the middle. Hit him right under his rib cage. It looked like, and there's a one count, like a one count, and then he just he like buckled over to like put his hand out, like I'm done, um, yeah. and then crumpled up. Yeah. That was just a vicious body kick. It was, it was, and uh, that was a liver kick, guys. I had a guy tell me on social media that he argues to me that was a that was a solar plexus kick. No, it wasn't. A solar plexus kick doesn't drop a fighter like that at all. 
Not at all. That's I'm a KO you. body shot. I mean, that is a liver. Like, that's like liver, liver falling 101. That's like how you fall from a liver shot. That has nothing to do with the solar plexus. That's a liver kick. Was right there. And he, the, the, the pause, the pause, skip a beat, and then drop the way he dropped in excruciating pain, which you're not in with uh, with a solar plexus shot. He he got dropped, and it was it was a beautiful kick because um, um, Walt is rever was reversed because he's a southpaw, so that side is forward. His liver is forward, and uh, Volkov just hit him straight on with that right a right uh, snap kick right to the liver. And he dropped. And it was the reach that guy must have, too. He was dominating that fight, I thought. And yeah, he was. He was. He's, but he, he's, he also was against uh, Derek Lewis when he got KO'd. And then he also lost a decision to, uh, to Blades, Curtis Blades. So these guys have similar styles, Walt um, and Blades. But Blades is more of a wrestler. So I think he was able to wrestle more. Walt is more... He's a wrestler, but he's more of a striker, and he just couldn't outstrike this uh, this fucking seven foot tall guy. Um, so I like to see what's next for him. Um, I like to see him fight uh, Derek Lewis again. That's why I want to see him fight again. Because he was he was schooling Derek Derek Lewis, and then just got KO'd. He just got caught. So I'd like to see him fight Derek, fight uh, Derek Lewis again. Yeah, that was a good end to this fight, though. That was one way to end the fight for sure. Um, and he's so big at the end, he puts his arms over the octagon like he's a little playground fence. Yeah, like he's just giant. He's fun to see fight. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm interested to see him fight again soon. All right, and then what did we see? We saw Phil Hawes. We saw an 18 second fight yeah. against uh, Malcoon. Yeah, that wasn't much. I mean, this was a knockout. Yeah, it was a quick knockout. This guy came running in, running in, just knocked him right out. Then uh, other girl fight. Um, but then we saw, we saw. Ian uh, Kulalaba saw him, chase, saw him chase around uh, Ankaleya. This was the rematch because the first time they fought, it was a really controversial stoppage that he acted like he was hurt. He really wasn't hurt, but he kept Kutalaba kept acting like he was injured or dazed, standing up, throwing punches, and the ref just jumped in with a bull. He was like up. mid mid combination, <laughs> and the referee stopped it. Mid combination. I guess you don't fake like you're hurt. Yeah, so they come back and bite. It's like fake tapping, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. <laughs> I wasn't really tapping. I was. It was lameish, but I mean to do that. But then again, if you're punching while you're doing it, the referee is. I mean, you, if you're intelligently defending yourself, the referee is not supposed to stop it. But if you're intelligently offending, you're definitely not supposed to stop it. Well, there was no controversy at this stoppage no. because. You the got referee dropped. got to let him get a little extra hammer blow to the face. Oh, just yeah. to, there was he's no... like, fuck that. He's, he's like, all right, let's see now. Let's see you argue now, motherfucker. <laughs> and he got nailed. He got dropped and then just. That was a left hook, right? Yeah. yeah. Left hook and then uh, followed him down and hammer blow to the face. Impressive. Impressive fight. Really the first fight probably would end it that way, too. So he moves on. I guess that controversy is behind them. Yeah, uh, about who won that first fight or it should have been stopped. Yeah, and then we got where's uh the prelims are up here. And then we got uh we got smiling Sal Sam Alvey. Um uh, was that the first fight? I think that was the first fight. Um that was that was a that was a, a draw 
was like 29.28 for Alvi, 29.28 for Jung, and then 28.28 uh, for a draw. So it was a draw. Um, and it was uh, it was a good fight. It was it was a really good fight. Alving Alvi just kept letting him come into his, letting him dictate the the pace of the fight, but kept countering him, and he was nailing him with the counters. Um, it was it could have been a draw. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that if I was in the corner, but as a spectator, I definitely thought Sam Alvi uh, landed the, and I think. Uh, punch stat showed they landed the more more you know more significant strikes and he was nailing them i thought he did get cut up pretty damn bad though he got a freaking gash and then another gash so he got he got brutalized but i thought sam Alvey won but even with a draw that I, was that the fight of the night i don't think so i think it should have been no really i, I thought think it, it was been. uh casey kenny Oh, okay. That was a good fight, too. Yeah. Nathaniel Wood. Yeah. Casey Kenny against Nathaniel Wood was good. But before that, we got Cowboy Oliveira against uh, uh, Shavadkat. I'm not even going to say Shav- his last name. Shavkat. So, Shavkat, this is his first fight in the UFC. And he's from like, he's like, they have all these stands, man. Like, Dekistan, Dakistan, Dekistan. This guy's from like, Kakistan. And it's like Asia. I'm pretty sure you said all of those wrong, but yeah. <laughs> he's like from Asia. He looks. He looked. He looked Japanese. I mean, he didn't even. I mean, he looked completely Japanese, and it's. He's from Asia, but it's like right on the border of Mongolia and and oh man, this guy. It must be fucking cold there. I just thought that. That's what I kept thinking. First of all, he wore, he wore this cold hat in the in the in the cage. That must be in like Abu Dhabi. <laughs> what in Abu Dhabi? Yeah. And, in a desert. And then you look at, you just look, look at a map where that place is. It's freaking cold. That guy came out brutalizing. Uh, he got a submission win, right? Yeah, first first round, uh, end of the round, he got a, a guillotine. That's your welcome to the UFC is Cowboy oh, Oliveira. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was he was twelve and zero coming in, and he he just outstruck him, and then submitted him. He is he is he's going places, man. These people they're bringing over from the stands, like the Russia, Mongolia, wherever they are, they're fucking tough, man. They're right, uh, Khabib, Dagestan. Right? Yeah, these guys are tough, man. They grow up harder than a lot harder than than the U.S. What? Yeah, they grow up, they grow up <laughs> fucking hard, man. I mean, just the fucking winters. I mean, alone. But anyway, this guy was tough as shit. He just came in there smiling and just beat Cowboy Oliveira. Cowboy Oliveira, he just beat him like nothing in the first round. Who does that? Nobody else but this guy. He's going places. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that one. I think I saw the highlight. That was a really good one. And then we had Casey Kenny, who's like a, a nine times judo champ in the United States. And he's a wrestling champ. And um, he um, he fought a guy named Nathaniel Wood from... Uh, from England, I believe, and it was a catchweight one, one, was it one, uh, was it one, one sixty? I forgot what it was. It was a catchweight though, and because uh, it was a late, late, uh, he was a late replacement. Um, but these guys went at it. There was hundreds and hundreds of punches thrown. It was brutal. And then the last round, um, the last round. Uh, 
they who sealed the deal? Uh, I think it was what. Uh, uh, I didn't. I don't think there was any takedowns in this one, but they went at it. All I know is they went at it like nonstop, nonstop. So that was that was a damn good. Yeah, fight. that that was fight of the night. Those two. Yeah. And then the other fight. So they gave Khabib a bonus for performance, and they gave the Ankalaev against uh, Ian Kutalaba. They gave him a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, so, so those were all good bonuses. Yeah, those good fights, man. It was, it was good fights. They were good fights. Were good so, fights. and I think the only other one was the main event on the prelim card. Yeah, Struve against Struve against Ty Tuivasa, the Shuey guy, the Shuey Mr. Guy. Shuey. He couldn't do it with Kuro. Oh, so they showed him backstage do it, and four people spit in a shoe, and then he poured a beer in it and drank it. How is that okay with coronavirus going on? <laughs> four different dudes spit in a shoe, and then he drank. That, how is that a thing? Is how is that okay? <laughs> Period. How how is that okay? Why would you do that? I get, it like make it honestly makes me sick. To my son, it makes me dry heat when I watch them do that. But he does it, so he, whatever. He does it? He usually does it in the arena with fifty thousand fans, and somebody takes off their disgusting shoe. <laughs> he does it. It's, it's tradition. He won the fight. I think. No, I think is it's a healthy. Fun? I do think it's healthy. Because it does build up. It's like taking a fucking vaccine. You won't catch anything. You won't catch coronavirus. You won't catch the flu. Think of the foot fungus, though. You you won't I, catch. I think... You won't catch a foot fungus. You just <laughs> no, got. You no, because you just got. Uh, you just got uh, vaccinated. You're not gonna get AIDS. You won't get anything. Do the shoeies, and you'll be the healthiest. Those are the healthiest people in the you world. You are a nurse. So I know people that. People may listen to you. Of course, and they should. Do a shoey. Um, but man, he just went after uh, Stefan's. I think he won in the last second of round one. He, he just got, got him against, in the last one second. Yeah, he just like slammed him against the cage and just it was. He just landed a plethora of, of punches. Plethora, and yes. Then it was an it was an uppercut that that sealed the deal, and uh, Stroop just just crumbled. I don't know what Stroop should do. I think he should retire, man. I love Stefan Stroop. I love his mom, who looks like uh, who she looks like. She looks like a singer. Who Stefan Struve's mom? Yeah, I don't know. She looks like a singer. But I forget. Said he apologized to Stefan Struve for accidentally kicking him in the head after the fight. I didn't see that. Yeah, did I? But those guys, I mean, they have such respect for each other. I mean, almost all of them. Like even even the main event, the the respect that those guys. Not only have for each other, but show for each other. In which fight are you talking about? The main event. Oh, Khabib. Yeah, they're just such well, respect. He, he was just emotional on his own. He broke yeah. down crying and because uh, his dad, you know, must be that must be a. Yeah, was the only fight he had without his dad. So yeah, and he says it's the last one he's gonna have. I don't know. Life. I predict he will be back and fight again. He'll if he's if it's in his blood, he's gonna be back. He's in his prime. He didn't get his 30 wins yet. I think he comes back for a huge payday. Like 20 million. But maybe not. Maybe somebody like Khabib isn't about that. You know, he's not from here. It's a different culture. Maybe he's just done. And he doesn't he train people or he's going to corner people? I don't think he does, but he says he wants to. He has a very close relationship with his AKA brothers like uh, um, like DC, you know. Um. It, this is a thing, though. Everyone says how amazing and respectful he is. You do have to remember that he spit on Connor after their fight, and then he jumped into the crowd. Remember, he did some eagle jump <laughs> into the crowd, and there was a brawl. That was Khabib, and it was not that long ago. But you got to remember, 
you got to remember this is this is what shows the respect. Connor didn't just they didn't go back and forth, back and forth. Connor showed disrespect to his religion and his father. So I, you know, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't Call right. For. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so yeah, most of these guys, unless Connor, John Jones, or Colby, you know, some of these guys when they're in, when they're in one one of the opponents, they're gonna take the respect out of the equation. Like I said, John Jones, uh, Colby, um, or like Masvidal, maybe. Yeah, Masvidal, Masvidal, Masvidal to me is more like Ali, but. And so is Colby first, but but anyway, who was the guy calling all the Brazilians? No, oh, that was Colby. No, that so was Colby. Colby. Oh, <laughs> okay, that, yeah. Colby. Yeah, Colby's terrible. Yeah, um, but but let's not forget the way he was treated in Brazil was pretty poor. But it, <laughs> he said some terrible. So things he singled about the out entire country. So he's in their country. Wait, wait, who was worse, Chael Sonnen? Yeah, oh, he's my more God. of a comedian though. But did you hear what he said okay. about the bus? Looks like a horse and all the Brazilians. <laughs> think it's a horror oh my god it was so funny and they don't have internet and he said the reason he wasn't worried about saying it was because nobody has internet in brazil so nobody's gonna watch it <laughs> so who who's on your short list of most disrespectful fighters it's john jones, john jones. colby and Colby. connor yeah yeah and then who else is on it, that list yeah, that's it, a pretty good list right there it's a very short list i mean it's a very 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 all amazing fighters by the way yeah they're all top of their game fighters. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, and that un- unfortunately that takes away. So, like, if, if you were to say the best all-time greatest fighter right now is um, is uh, is everybody saying so? The best of all time, the goat, the greatest of all time. I would say I I I don't think you could argue uh, um, Khabib. You know, I mean, with John Jones, I mean, yeah, I mean, but your behavior has to be put into the and mix. Steroid somewhere. use too. Steroid, yeah, steroid <laughs> use. So I think that automatically I mean, would, disqualifies. Would he be that great without the steroids? He disqualifies you from the conversation for yeah. the greatest. Yeah, steroid use definitely does, and and, so, and personal character. Yeah, he's made so many bonehead yeah. mistakes. So we got people answering. Yeah. I don't think you get to put him on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you put GSP on there, and you put Khabib on there. Khabib, and you put someone like DC on there who yeah. fought multiple weight classes. You have tons of people, Jonathan Murphy. There's tons of people out there that we have a person what saying, why aren't there more people with respect like that? Oh, they're almost all of them. I, I'm, I'd 95%. Say, I'd say, okay, 95%, yeah, maybe even 96%. But almost all MMA fighters, and, and I'm, I'm going to single out the UFC, all UFC fighters are, are are respectful and they show nothing but class. There are there are an occasional dipshit here and there, and some guys are just funny as hell. You know, some guys are just funny as and, hell. And also, I think you take out the ten seconds for right after a win, what they do, sort yeah. of, because your adrenaline's through running through yeah. you and everything else. Some people though, immediately after their win, they immediately are checking on their opponent, making sure they're okay. Uh, we yeah. saw it in the fight last fight. Someone went and got crude. the stool. No, no, the last on Saturday. Oh, was it? Someone got the stool. He knocked the guy out and he ran over to get the stool to help him uh, get back up. Who was it? I don't know. I don't know which fight. And then the, the fight last, last week when Crute, great fighter, who has one of the best trainers out there, Daniel Kelly, who's an Olymp, uh, Olympic judo guy from, I think they're from Australia. Um, his, he dropped his fighter. He stopped his fighter. And then 
just sat down next to him on the cage and put his arm around him right away. It was like it was one of the best uh, shows of class I've ever seen. I've seen, but I see so many shows of class these days, and it's it's not it does my heart good. Yeah, my only comment on the whole Khabib thing would be he could have beat Connor, and that could have been his speaking through beating him, the spitting on him after he beat him. I think that was called for. <laughs> right, maybe it was. I'm just saying. It's a little. Somebody, it's a more of a gray area. When, you, when someone talks about your dad, I think all all bets Connor are off. Connor talks about everything. What? Yeah, it's part of throws, his he throws like metal Remember, objects. Wasn't at he losing and just saying, "This is all business, man. Like that's just business." I didn't know. No offense or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he does that. that a lot. But to me, like he didn't do steroids like Jones, so that's that's a plus. But throwing a huge metal dolly through a bus, you know, with women and children on the bus, I think that that kind of that that kind of took a lot away from me. You never saw Khabib. Khabib jumped over the cage. There were children on the bus. Yes, there was a baby. There was. There, to he jumped over the cage to attack another professional fighter. <laughs> That's not great, but it's a hell of a lot better than throwing a but uh, throwing a metal object at you know base, basically civilians. And and I think your point though of most of the martial artists in this sport in the UFC are extremely respectful. Huge amount. It's rare to have it the other way. Uh, very rare. Very rare. And it's so, always nice to see these guys fight. It's a, it's their job. They don't hate each other. No. They respect each other, and they come closer after they finish fighting. It's very interesting sport. Very. And Sam Alvey. Even Kudalava, you're hugging his guy, and he's kind of, before the fight, does all that crazy shit. He was, you know, saying just, just to hype the fight, and him and that guy were hugging after the fight. Sam Alvey shows such respect to his guys. He's always smiling, smiling Sam. You know one thing, too, that I, you see the corner? You see people make it out of one round with Khabib, and they go to their corner. And it's almost like they're just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just did everything I could do, and I was getting my ass kicked. Um, I don't know what to do in round two. Like, they're, like, almost flustered. Like, I don't know what to do different. Or they're tired, or they feel the pressure of Khabib coming out. He was pressuring him so so hard in that first round. Um, It was impressive. So impressive. So sad if he doesn't fight again. He should come back and fight again. But we'll see. Uh, We'll see. I'm telling you. I don't know. What else going on? We got the mask thing almost done, right? It's round in the corner. It'll be done. This is this okay. This is my this is my thing with the masks, and I came up with it on vacation because my mind was clear. This is the end all. First of all, our governor came out with the craziest, looniest uh, Thanksgiving rules. They're just so loony, you cannot take them seriously. It's like it's like you talk to one of these people that just talks like, "Yeah, I'm a dog," and yeah, rough, rough, rough. Okay. Yeah, it meant not. It, 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 you look at these people and what they say means nothing because you know they're crazy. They're just crazy. Yeah, there's there, they're there. There's the aliens. I'm gonna go up on moon right now. Yeah, I'm gonna go right now. See you later. That's how. That's how much you should believe Gavin Newsom when he comes up with this three house, three house households. That that's all. And not, you gotta wear a mask. Big. You gotta no, wear a mask listen, in your own house. When you start making arbitrary limits on things that are based in no science, it's hard it's to hard. get everyone on board. So it's, I, it's counterproductive, actually. I would say it's counterproductive. It's ludicrous. And and I came up with a good one. And this is it right here. This is across the country for every for every everything. Okay, all stores, all all businesses need to open immediately. School, everyone needs to go back to school immediately. If you are scared 
or timid or, or, or paranoid or whatever you want to call it, or you're sick. Okay, you might have some kind of you're old or you're fat or you're hyper hypertensive or something like that. Wear a N95 mask all the time. Wear one. You need to wear one. If you're scared of giving it to someone, like maybe your grandma has something, you know, wear a mask, wear a surgical mask all the time. All the time you're around them, wear that. The rest of the time, don't wear a mask. There's no reason to. There's absolutely no reason to. If you're timid or you're scared, wear an N95 mask. You don't need to do anything else. Nobody else has to wear one because you got the N95 on. I just, why? why? For, so for you guys. And, well, hold on, and a face shield because you got to protect your eyes. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Because they're saying that's droplet transmission can go into your eyes. I never heard that one. I oh, never yeah. heard COVID could be spread. It's a it's an inhalation though. You're not gonna get a COVID like strep or staff. I mean, you're not gonna get like a what? What do you get? An eye mostly. It's um. Pink eye. Yeah, but what is that? What's the bacteria? It's um. It's a gram negative. Wasn't it? Is it? Is it gram? What is it? Is it E. coli? What's usually the cause of the yeah. eye stuff? So you're not. But but COVID is a respiratory. It, it, it reacts with the respiratory system. So you 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 got to wear that mask. Don't you oh. know your eye has a nasal lacrimal duct into your respiratory Maybe system? you're not going to breathe it in. Like, I'm just telling <laughs> you. You're a respiratory technician. You should know this. But anyway, so that's what we need to do from now on. And if you are having a, a Thanksgiving, nobody has to wear a mask unless they're scared. Then they got to wear an N95. Okay. And if you have a sick person there, like someone with cancer or or they have like some kind of immunocompromised disease, wear surgical masks. That's that's it. Everybody else, no more masks. It's done. It's over. It's over. Okay. And if you're watching this podcast, it's over. It's it's done. Open up the businesses. We need to get started. Well, I will say one thing that we don't ever take into account with all these rules is all the unintended consequences. Everything you do, whether you pass a law or you try to fix a problem, you know, you fix this problem and you create a different problem. And I think that's one of those things like that's just in the economy is you create all these other problems that nobody Poverty. wants to talk about that we're all sweeping under the rug. So you, do have, to, you have to look at the whole picture. And I think... Uh, Child abuse. Yeah, all those things. Trafficking. Oh. Small things, small things. But anyway, all those things. Anyway, so that's it. But so we're anyway. You'll be tested again for coronavirus because you're leaving. I'm tests. testing this week. I should get. I should get it tomorrow. You've tested more than anybody. I'm like, I this will be my fifth test. Yep. I'm test. It'll be five times. But anyway, so we got Glover fighting um, coming up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Um, Gram negative meningitis. Where are you going to get that from? Uh, a gram negative Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving <laughs> get meningitis stuff. Can you get me? First of all, first of all, this is not a bacteria. It's a virus. It's well, not bacterial cause meningitis too. Right. So, so you're, but you're not going to get that but the same way. I'm talking about COVID. So yeah. So we're COVID's not going to virus. But anyway, enough about COVID. I've heard enough about COVID. Let's. So uh, been there's more fights this weekend again. Clover's fighting next the following week, and then you're leaving town to watch Clover fight. I'll be putting videos up on my Facebook and my Instagram. My Instagram is pit underscore master. 
Pit underscore master. You need to start some kind of campaign to get a blue check mark on your Instagram. What's going on? I don't know. How do you do that? I don't, I don't know. know. I think you have to put in for it. People I never heard of have these. Uh... Yeah, they have like they have like <laughs> twenty eight followers and they have a blue check mark. I think you gotta pay. I think you gotta pay. You gotta or pay somebody. You gotta pay someone, or you have to be like uh, Trump. But anyway, all right, guys. Thanks for coming. We'll see you over there on the other side. Check out check out our uh, our um, our Instagram because we're gonna be. Uh, Putting a lot of techniques up. All right, so let's get underscore master. See ya.